Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. This is show number 179, uh, a number for which I have no idea if it's important anywhere or not, but we will make it important. If not, we will make it important. Um, First of all, let's say hello to uh, my correspondent, my podcasting buddy, my, I don't know what you want to call yourself. What do you want to call yourself, Greg? Uh oh um official podcast wizard please <laughs> official podcast wizard i i think that's probably probably a fair title hey <laughs> how are you doing this week i'm doing very well thank you very well yeah it's um it hasn't rained on me much today so uh, that's a, a bonus at the moment is that cuz you've stayed uh, in or have you been out <laughs> Uh, well, no, I did actually go out, and I I, I saw, said that to you. Oh, this didn't rain today. I went, oh, no, it did rain most of the morning, but most of the morning is not all day, so that's a win. It's a win at the moment. It's raining a lot here at the moment in the UK. Uh, it is. It is. It is. Which is a good segue to introducing our super special guest this week. <laughs> I think um, I think we'll call him Mr. Blue Sky, because <laughs> there's Blue Sky where he's from, which shows you he's not in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love to welcome back to the show uh, Ethan Moses of, amongst other things, Camera Dactyl. How you doing, bud? Hey, thanks, Aid. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Graham. Um, I'm doing well. Excited and so, obviously, Ethan, here. you've come back here to tell us just how well everything went with your day and tonight camera, haven't you? No, that went horribly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pile of pieces. <laughs> That's a real shame because last time we talked, I, I was like really looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> I, I was really gung-ho about it. But then also the following week, I left for Spain for a month. And then um, some YouTube video came out and triggered a bunch of orders. And I needed to stop what I was doing to get all of those out of my shop before I left. Uh, well, but, when... but I've had an unexcusable month of being home and working on other things <laughs> rather than the day and tonight camera since I missed it. Ah, uh, well, it's it, there, there, there'll be a, there'll be other topics, there'll be other assignments. I'm sure some of them will uh, in, inspire the the creative maker in you, uh, and and hopefully inspire me to take some photographs as well. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, so uh, we're going to have a show this week that focuses on projects of various different kinds. Uh, uh, but first of all, actually, Ethan, we, we've invited you on this week because you've got something you, you've been cooking in the works, haven't you? Uh, yeah. So it's it's my, uh, well, should I, should I just tell you about it? <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, might, it, it might be a bit of a waste of a show if you didn't. Uh, um, so for, <laughs> for a while now, um, I've been working on this uh, panoramic 35 millimeter camera. Um, it's based on, you know, I, I've been selling the homunculus, which is a six by nine or, or smaller uh, medium format camera that takes Mamiya press lenses and uh, RB67 or Graflex packs. Um, anyway, I, I made a camera based on that lens mount system for the Mamiya press lenses that shoots uh, panoramic 35 millimeter, kind of like an X-Pan. Um, and I've shot with it for a couple of months and it's pretty great. Um, needed a couple of tweaks and now I have a final version of it. And um, I'm ready to sell it, except uh, I don't want to sell it in the same way that I have in the past. Um, this thing, you know, okay, so... Most of my cameras, since I did my first Kickstarter, I have tried to get the assembly time way down and make things sort of simpler and um, d- design with uh, 
printing in mind rather than just what would be a good camera. And so, you know, the first camera I made maybe took six hours to put together. And then the next camera takes an hour to put together. And then the camera after that is like 20 minutes. But this panoramic camera has like a film advance and a film counter and uh, interchangeable lenses and finders. And it just, it's, I'm back to um, eight hours of assembly time. And so I think it's like a really great camera. I've shot almost a hundred rolls with it. I've taken it to, you know, Spain and the mountains of Colorado. And it's like been in the cold and the frost and it's been in the desert and the sand. And it's, you know, it's, it's great, but um, I don't think I can sell a plastic camera for a thousand dollars or I don't really want to. I mean, I'd be happy to take a thousand dollars and make you one, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's um, you know, for, for $200 or $300, I would definitely lose money selling them because it takes a long time to put them together. But um, I have all of the files for this thing, and I think it would be really cool. Like when I have released certain things for free on the internet, like plans for a shutter tester um, or some direct positive stuff that I'm working on now, making, um, you know, Polaroid like pictures on uh, pieces of photo paper. Um, those things have really taken legs, right? I've, I've given them out, um, to the internet at large and then people grab them and improve upon them and use them all over the world and send me things back, which is, um, has been really amazing. And so here is my thought. Um, I have the files right now. If you don't own a printer, you could go out and buy a printer for like $200, a roll or two of filament for, you know, let's say 20 to 40 bucks. And you could uh, you could just print yourself this camera, um, and it would take you like eight or nine hours of watching my YouTube videos on how to print it out, how to assemble it, uh, how to use it. But uh, I think it'd be a fun weekend. And um, X pans are now like you know thirty five, forty five hundred dollars, and if the electronics go, it's really hard to find modules, and it's really hard to repair multi layer PCBs that are inside of it, and so. I think people are going to be really into this camera and they may, uh, you know, print it at home. I don't know that a million of them will come to exist, but um, maybe, you know, a couple of hundred, maybe a thousand or two. Um, the one catch is, though, so I do this semi-professionally and, uh, you know, I have two months of time into this camera. And so I could, like charge people for a file, you know, like five, 10, a hundred dollars for a file, whatever it is that they could print. Um, but like once the first ones on the internet, then, um, you know, people will put it on, on BitTorrent. Um, which is not to say there won't be people with goodwill would pay for the thing, but, um, I'm going to try holding it for ransom on Kickstarter and uh, just like <laughs> doing a campaign, like, hey, this is my camera. These are some pictures I've shot with it. This is kind of how it goes together. It'll take you this amount of time. You will need these things to make it. Um, I want, let's say, ten or twelve thousand dollars, depending upon what what Kickstarter is going to take from it. Um, and I will release them for free first to well, for free uh, for anything you donate, be it one dollar or whatever the minimum Kickstarter lets you donate up to whatever, you know, maximum you do donate. Um, you'd get the files in like, let's say January 1st. Um, and then the rest of the world would get them in like April or whatever. Um, and then I, I would make a couple of YouTube videos on how to 
you know, print, assemble, and use the camera. Okay, so I, I there are many many questions I have. Let's yeah, I don't know if this them. is going to work, but I, I'm going <laughs> to try it. <laughs> Let, let's work sort of backwards from the supermotion. So, so the Kickstarter project. So, um, so, are traditionally with Kickstarter stuff, there are tiers that people can back it in. I mean, with, with photography stuff, it's it, or when there's the it's like, oh, you pay this much to get this. Sure. How how are you going to put this out there? Because obviously, if you just go, well, you just donate what you want. Even if you put, donate a dollar, you'll get it if it reaches ten or twelve thousand. Unless ten or twelve thousand people each donate a dollar, which seems optimistic. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, of I don't think that's going to happen. Some some people will have to donate more for it to work. You know, worse comes to worse, it doesn't work, and then I will just go about selling it normally. Maybe I I can simplify some things and figure out how to get the assembly time down to make it a little cheaper. But you know, I will just sell it to um, the ultra wealthy who want fancy plastic cameras. <laughs> So I mean, but but will there be like will there be any tiers on Kickstarter? Or anything else that you'll do with it? Just say, look, you know, if you donate thirty dollars for this or give thirty dollars for this, you'll get a print. Or will it be anything like that? Or is it just yeah. give what you want? Or so I I think um, a lot of people so what I would consider like waste a lot of time and energy making Kickstarter rewards that are like, you get a sticker pack, you get a t-shirt, you get a tote bag. Like, I think that's all well and good, but I, I want to spend my time developing cameras and not making t-shirts. Right. I, mm -hmm. I don't want people to wear the camera dactyl t-shirt. I want them to have one of my cameras. Um, and you know, maybe that's, I, I, I only have so much time. Right. Um, the other thing is there are, I guess there is one piece on the camera that's actually laser cut, which is the face of the film counter dial, which you could make out of marker or you could try and 3D print. But, it, you know, the laser cut version is really nice engraving. And so maybe at a certain, you know, donation level, I'll mail a bunch of those out. Um, the other thing is I haven't really thought about um, too much, you know, levels of, of payment. Maybe I would do a select bunch of like cameras at double price. Uh, where I will make them as a Kickstarter reward and send out a camera, but um, again, like that's not what I want to do here. I don't want to. I don't want to run a Kickstarter to advertise me spending the next six months building cameras in my shop. You know, the same one over and over and over. I want to give it out and have you know thousands of people make them while I sit back on my pile of riches. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the the thing I I have thought about though is stretch goals. So I have other retired projects and other projects that I would like to do in the future. But but one of the stretch goals I think is the original camera dactyl. I do not love assembling those day in day out for months. Um, and so I might make like a stretch goal for X amount of more dollars. You know that I would release those files to, and then you could print a, you know, four by five uh, field camera with with crazy colors in your own house. Yeah, or an album. Yeah, that 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 uh, it, it it sounds like a lot of fun. So if I, so, can can I ask a couple of questions? Like, if I am gonna do this, right? Yeah. What what are the steps that that I go through? Obviously, this is you know this assumes that um, I, as as a good citizen of the world, I've I've contributed a significant amount of money to your Kickstarter, <laughs> and therefore uh, and therefore earned the right to do it. But no, so it's but but in all seriousness, so I I would get um yeah I, I would get the the design files um yep. through through some level of circulation following the kickstarter yep. and then of course i need access to a printer 
Yes. Um, uh, so uh, I don't think I know anybody that has a printer, but I know at least one school locally that has a printer. And I'm sure I'm sure just because I don't know anybody doesn't mean I can't find somebody easily. These things yeah, are just not... go down to your local corner store 3D printer. Indeed, yes. Um, I, I have I have a, a plethora to choose from. <laughs> But, but so so then and the design files presumably i'm gonna what i'm gonna get back is is, is a kit isn't it to build a camera yes and uh then then i uh invest some time uh watching you do it on youtube yes and and copying as closely as i am able <laughs> yeah probably i would so um I would do it step by step like a Lego instruction, but it's so much better to see video, you know, how things go back together. Um, and then I, you know, I would show you how to trim all of the parts, how to file any faces, how to lubricate the camera and assemble the pieces, how to check their tolerances, um, how to calibrate, you know, tolerances of everything and how to put it together. And then I do a quick one on, you know, how to use the camera, which is okay. probably if you've gone this deep, you already know how to use the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Yes. So you've got, uh, so yeah, cause I was, I mean, the, the engineering is uh, as such is that, you know, uh, at the, at the end of the day, the, the, the printedness of it does impact the tolerances at some level, doesn't it? So, uh, you've got that all is that all catered through through your design have you got a sophisticated design that allows you to calibrate it or is it is it just that actually modern 3d printers are are, are within the tolerances that you need to make this work yeah so i mean it's built so that it it's built with inherent tolerances such that it can be built on a relatively inexpensive printer and we can certainly talk about 3d printers and holiday gift giving in a bit but um <laughs> good idea yeah calibrating the camera is not necessarily calibrating the files but the files are built with you know a reasonable um amount of tolerance such that they can be calibrated in real life you yeah, know by yeah. Uh, you know, if you have a bit of, uh, you know, uh, let's say at, at the print bed surface, you have a little bit of, uh, it would be like flashing on a injection mold, like, like a little edge to trim. Right. You, know, you yes. can do that. Yeah. 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 Yes. Certain things you can tighten or loosen against each other with screws. You, you still need to buy like 40 M3 hex screws for a dollar, but, um, I, know, could, I could probably stretch to that. Yeah. <laughs> cause that, that was well, the other thing I was going to, cause, cause the, this is, um, uh, and I know we, with, uh, um, a lot of the cameras that you make and sell, uh, m most often it says, uh, yeah, you, you, uh, this is the, this is the camera kit. Uh, it does not include the lens, for example. So, so, you know, you know, going into this, that you need to go, you know, find and buy a lens. Um, so same with this one. Yeah. Yeah. It takes Mamiya press lenses. And it takes Mamiya are... press lenses like the homunculus does. And, uh, exactly. yeah. Okay, cool. And, uh, good and some of them are cheap some of them are getting up there in price like the 50 millimeter i would really like one of those but i have a 65 which is dirt cheap and super good 50 must be pretty wide isn't it yeah pretty wide yeah so so you'd be looking a normal lens and uh yeah for people that don't know the normal lens would be about a 90 maybe well no so it's it's a 35 millimeter uh sort of crop of a oh yeah uh, good point good point you know, yes bigger frame and so you know uh the vertical angle is is not very wide the horizontal angle is pretty wide yes yeah okay yes so uh, okay 
uh, and uh, so I, I get my I get my dollars worth of screws and and mm-hmm. uh, put some uh, you know, build build it all um, and then find a lens. Um, uh, lots of places to buy lenses, I'm sure, um, and uh, and and pop the lens on. Uh, what else do I need? Anything, anything else I need, or am I done at that point? A roll of film. That would be helpful. Yes, yes. Go raid the fridge. <laughs> and and a neck strap. <laughs> and a strap. Okay. A bunch of a bunch of cool camera dactyl stickers to stick on the back. Excellent. Yes, yes. And a branded T-shirt and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, though? This is the sort of thing. I mean, if it looks like any of the rest of your cameras, this is it, it's going to attract attention, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, I have one version right now in hot pink and light blue and black that Ooh, uh, baby, probably baby. used to show off in the videos. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people will print black versions. I'll probably make a black version just to... Yeah, it's just it's very slimming. Um, Ethan, <laughs> uh, the, one of the main questions I have regarding this thing is because I know you said it's going to take about about eight hours you know it's got a weekend project which is great so we've got a time um how we how easy is it <laughs> but imagine that i i have sausages for fingers and i'm a klutz um yep. is okay. it something that you think if, if you've got the information in front of you that anyone could make or are there yeah. fiddly bits that are difficult because <laughs> this is important to me no right and and so i always design this way because always I'm trying to make a camera that I can produce and sell uh, until this one. And maybe I'm thinking about other things in different ways, depending upon how this new business scheme of holding STL files hostage on the internet goes. But um, yes, I am always trying to make them easy to assemble. Did I achieve that this time? No, it takes a while um, in terms of time, but yeah, I mean, the tools you'll need is like an Allen key, although an electric screwdriver with an Allen key bit would be awesome. Um, And then you'll need, um, like maybe a needle nose pliers and an exacto knife, and I think that that should be it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty uh, straightforward. Okay. Are there at any point but in you the construction That's the springs involved? <laughs> there are two springs. Okay, right. One where because you can't three D print springs. Right. Where do you get springs from? Uh, a big pen. From a where? Big, Sorry, a pen. A big like pen. You know, a I probably spring pen. for that. Yeah, I've, I've got a bunch of springs that I got from, um, I bought actually a shipping container load of uh, spray paint gun manufacturer equipment parts and uh, sales department when they went out of business. And so I've got a lot of air gun springs for HBLP paint guns uh, uh-huh. that I used originally. But yeah, uh, now the, the files will accept big pen springs. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, so, so there's nothing that's not readily available wherever you happen to be, then. Correct. I mean, so long as you can get 3D printer filament. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yes, <laughs> but that's kind of a, a prerequisite for this project, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you will need a computer. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, yes. Or if you, Perfect. yeah, absolutely. One of the things that intrigues me actually, because I, yeah, just having a quick look to refresh my mind uh, of of your website, um, you can make left-handed cameras as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think actually you could probably mirror every one of these files and make a left-handed version. But um, oh, this you, camera... no, I assumed you the, the the files were just all the same. You just attach the grip to the other side. But oh, so that's the homunculus. Yeah. The, the... Yes. Yeah, uh, this new camera is um, the film winding is integrated into the camera body. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Okay. Swings so, yeah. open, and so it's it's right-handed. Right. Okay. 
And, but yeah, I don't see why a clever person couldn't flip the files and print a left-handed camera. No, that's not your original question. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. But it's a, it's an intriguing answer to my original question. <laughs> so it's an answer I'm very happy with. <laughs> so, yeah. So okay, so, right. So yeah. yeah. So 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 this is this is definitely something that for people who are interested is well within well within dad skills. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The the one thing you need is patience, right? So like a 10-year-old could absolutely do this, but it's going to take them, you know, five to eight hours of sitting there and you know, putting it together. Maybe somebody will get real quick at it, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think you will do one once and then you will just use the camera forever and ever. What I, what I love about this is that um, the for people who want to get the – uh aspect ratio or, that you can get with uh Hasselblad there aren't really many other options out there oh, oh no that's not true there are there are options out there for getting the aspect ratio but not the actual kind of size you can get the cameras that crop down um, yeah so yeah yeah and and, yeah, and and so although you know by the time you've got it printed off and you know even if you're starting from base 0 and you're going, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to buy a printer. I'm going to take the time. I'm going to have to buy a lens, which could, you know, it's probably going to set you back a few hundred quid. Um, but even so, you're still going to be so much less into this than you would be yeah. if you bought a Hasselblad. And all right. I, I, it, yes, you could buy up. yourself an entire print farm and build 10 of these cameras and still be like, you know, <laughs> under half the print. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and the great thing is that although it's made of plastic, um, so it's, you know, parts may wear, but you can just print more of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got forever too, right? This is something I deal with all of the time. I, I fix cameras for fun, right? Um, I disassemble them. And if there's a part worn, like on my Retina 3 Big C, um, how do you find that until you get Lucas Landers to send you his? You know, like it, it's uh they're not making any of those parts right and if i have any sort of like longevity and legacies if i give out the files like those cameras can live forever um like who who is the greek philosopher's ship who had all of the uh boards replaced and asked whether it was the same ship mm. ah yes we, yeah, ha we, we, we have an equivalent in this country called trigger's broom <laughs> Same same story, but from a sitcom. Uh, but uh -huh. but uh, yeah, it's ah uh, yeah. That, yes, it's sustainable in that sense, isn't it? So if something wears or breaks. Um, but so one thing I want to point out also is like I've been trying to think of like slogans or or mini ad campaigns. Not that I have that much reach on the internet about how tough these things are, right? So the the number one thing I get is like, oh, these plastic cameras are are not going to be strong, right? They're just going to fall apart, right? And they think of Holgas and they think of um, even like my first fiddly camera, which was like a folding four by five that that had a lot of moving pieces, like. These things are now, you know, I don't want to say stronger than a Nikon F, but like, like more durable, right? Because there's not much going on. All of the plastic pieces are way oversized and beefy. Um, I don't know that you could run it over with a truck, but without the lens on it, you could throw it down a flight of stairs and it'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun. Doesn't seem unreasonable. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, <laughs> it's good, good stuff. Good stuff. So, so have you? Uh, is this something you're you're absolutely definitely set on? Have you got a launch date for the Kickstarter? Well, yes. Well, I don't have a launch date for the Kickstarter yet. 
um, I still have been rushing around trying to finish, you know, a YouTube video about it and a couple of articles. And I've been, you know, uh, tarting myself out to the podcasts, <laughs> telling people about it. Um, so I'm thinking sometime in December and I'm going to run it probably till the very beginning of January. And at you know, when Kickstarter closes out and pays me the money, I would at that point, you know, send all of the backers at any level, all of the files and release the YouTube videos. And then, um, you know, uh, I don't know if I'll do three or four months after, I think April fools would be a great day to release <laughs> all the files to the rest of the world. Um, and yeah, so I, I really don't know if it'll work, right? I think there's a lot of problems with it. Um, Kickstarter, the ethos is generally give me this money so that I can go do this thing that you might want to see later. I've already done it and spent the money, right? And so I don't know if people will feel um, less inclined to chip in because of that or more inclined because it actually – you know, the work is done. And, and I yeah. think this might lead into our next segment, which is I don't really feel right doing a Kickstarter until I have like a plan ready to release or a camera ready to produce. Like the last time I did one, I had 10 cameras already built by the time I launched it. And so, um, you, you yeah, knew, I don't, you I don't knew know. It was you, real. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, I, I don't know if people will be put off that I have already, you know, made the investment or um, be really into the fact that, you know, guaranteed on January 7th or whatever, uh, they would get the files in their inbox. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, maybe it won't work and I'll just go back to selling them. And then uh, this whole podcast, I should have been saying, like, go to camera.com and buy a very expensive plastic camera. Well, uh, if that happens, you can always come on the show and give us an update. That's no bother. Yeah. You're always cool. welcome. Always welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll do the, the failed Kickstarter update. <laughs> I, think, I think people will be into it. And also, that's like, a segue the, we can't ignore. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so just just one thought before we step off this project. I I can see that this would be really really good in, uh, in schools in the education uh, arena because uh, I yeah I know there's there's a, there's a cost of um, uh, there's a cost of, of procuring lenses and what have you. But le yeah, but lenses for these things would be far cheaper than some some robust cameras that you'd need to buy if you were running an analog you know, uh, an analog course of photography at a school. Um, uh, and schools are quite likely these days, at least some schools are quite likely to have 3D printers. So the cost of manufacture would be, you know, uh, and then the maintenance of a fleet of these things uh, would actually be very affordable. You know, so if you gave them to students and they got broken or battered or didn't come back or whatever, you know, actually, yeah. Sure. 25 bucks to 40 bucks for a body. Yeah, exactly. That's not that, uh, and and you, you it means you could quite easily um, give every student in the class the same camera. It's true. Uh, I, I think still, uh, if it were my class, I would rather give them a Pentax K1000. But also, you know, with, with, <laughs> what you're talking, I, it's a specialized thing, right? Um, and it, it lacks features like a, you know, a mirror box and whatnot. But um, I think that makes it better for what it's specialized at doing. Um, it's been really nice for street work. But, you know, so your mention of schools uh, makes me think of just just the 3D printing community in general is, I think maybe ten times the size of the analog print or analog photography community, and sort of through their help and in interesting them in pro or projects like this, you know, it, it, we might find some synergy. Whether it's 
uh, school STEM education, which I think is kind of unlikely to sort of the hobbyist and 3D printing enthusiast community that might have some overlap with uh, analog photography, but but not so much right now. I think we might see some more um, you know collaboration there. Mm, interesting, interesting. Okay, well, uh, best of luck with it, Ethan. Uh, I Thanks, think, eh? I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> awesome, yeah. <laughs> I do. I, 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 and and I love panoramic cameras as well. I don't actually own one, which is crazy, but um, yeah, I, the the idea to to have something like that would be would be brilliant. So you know, uh, yeah. Good luck with it. All. Good luck. Thank you. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Please do. We right. will be watching, Ethan. We will be watching. <laughs> Right, moving on then, moving on. Uh, we are, well, we were going to have, uh, Graham, weren't we, a roundup of, um, uh, not necessarily recently, but but uh, completed Kickstarters. Yeah, well, there's, we thought, seems we've got Ethan coming on to talk about this idea of a thing he wants to do on Kickstarter. Um, so uh, this, is, this is a good excuse, because we've done this every year. We've sort of had a roundup of Kickstarter stuff, looked at how projects are doing. We did it last year and the year before. So it's it's a tradition now. So I thought it'd be good to just to look at the projects that have completed this year, some of the ones that are still ongoing, and just do a bit of a roundup because not everybody keeps on top of the news. And to be honest, when I went to find out where some things were, it's not always easy finding out the state of play with some of these things. So um, we've kind of broken it broadly down into kind of three chunks. So we've got the ones that have completed uh, and some that are sort of very close to completing. We've got projects that are ongoing and and then you aid have done some pr- good donkey work um like the good donkey that you are and um and they've got some that you found that are interesting on there at the moment haven't you so um yeah it's gonna be fun okay well uh, uh according to our show notes the first one we're going to talk about is lab box yeah so this is great so lab box was one of these projects that i think when we talked about it last year i mean it, it took a while to get there it certainly took far longer than they expected to um but Labbox have got their product out the door and people are really happy with it. Um, I think it's been very well received. I think the only the only complaint I have seen about the Labbox is that um, whilst it works perfectly well with probably 90-something percent of films, um, the cutting uh, action on it, the, the bit that sort of comes across and cuts the film off to sort of make it all work so it can load properly, uh, doesn't work on... Is it PT films? PT-based films? Is that right? I okay, neither of you. Don't know. <laughs> um, I, I think that's right. Anyway, it's um, it's a fairly uncommon base that films on. I think some of the um, Russian films, I think maybe some of the stuff like Sfema, some of the less common films uh, are on this base. I, I may be getting this horribly wrong. But anyway, the bottom line is that there is a small number of films that, that, that it don't does cut not, well. That it does no. not cut well. Um, it's not that it will necessarily not cut at all, but it doesn't cut well. I know that they are working on this. They are aware that it's a problem and they are working to solve it. But um, for most people, if you're just if you're the kind of person who's shooting stuff that's available from Ilford, from Kodak, from Fuji, from Cosmo, from wh- wherever you're buying it from, like 99% of the film that's out there, you'll be absolutely fine. But there's just that one little thing. But um, yeah, I said I don't know whether. Well, I know you haven't made. Um, although I think this would be perfect for you to, for developing at home. <laughs> 
um it it, it would if that if that was something i had any interest in whatsoever (laughs) yes it would (laughs) uh have you seen this at all ethan the lab box yeah i mean i just have a dark bag though so (laughs) do multiple don't the chemicals spill out of the dark bag isn't there holes in it (laughs) (laughs) where you put your arms in (laughs) uh i've got a few youtube videos for you to watch maybe That's the thing that's been um, holding me off all this year. I couldn't figure out how to stop the dark bag from leaking. <laughs> um, I know that the FPP guys, um, they were chatting because they at the recent, was it the Photo Plus event in um, New York? Uh, I think it, I think that was the one that was on recently, yeah. Yeah, so um, I know that uh, Labbox were there and I know that you, if you want to hear more about it, you can listen to the not maybe it is the most recent episode of the FPP. They they in, had chats with lots of people, including the Labbox guys. Um, so that's good. Um, another one that came out, we'll just briefly go past this. Uh, it's finally shipped. There was a jolly look. Um, I got mine in the first slot <laughs> and then um, then the t- delivery of that stopped whilst they removed all of the manufacturer from uh china where it's being made and brought it all back in home to do the rest of it but they have all gone out now i think i know rachel's got hers sadly not here tonight um we probably should have mentioned that rachel's not here guys <laughs> good <laughs> point good point um so so yeah the the jolly look um if i remember rightly you used it mostly as raw material for one of your <laughs> frankenstein <laughs> projects didn't you yeah <laughs> Mine didn't stay in one piece for longer than one pack of film. No, but, you know, that's fine. I mean, it was what it was. I think people who have got the newer gen are finding they're a bit better. Well, they are better built. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just a fun, cheap, instant camera. They look pretty cool. But, I, I, you know, well done them for getting past the finish line and, and getting them out to everybody. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's not for everybody, but as a gifty thing, it's quite good. Um, like and they did. Like yeah 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 um next up this this time last year actually i was looking thinking, so it was just a year ago we spoke to um elvis from uh ondu uh, just before they launched or just whilst they were launching the ondu mark three um that all went well and they delivered that i think pretty much on time or maybe a little bit late but that's certainly all delivered so well done to those guys um in the same vein uh intrepid they kick-started their enlarger um and that also has gone and shipped this has been a good year for people getting stuff done and out the door on time very well done to everybody and one which we haven't actually talked about on the podcast before i know you weren't familiar with this aid uh is something called the negative supply film carrier um so these are some guys uh, based over in L.A., I think. And back in July, they um, kick-started the project to make a high-end um, film-carrying uh, device for home digitizing. So if you're digitizing with... Uh, a digital camera um this is designed to make it easier um so it's quite a high-end product um and it wasn't it's not a cheap way of doing it. you've got it's at the other end of the scale from the pixelator but they do different things and they serve different needs um and i remember when i heard about this i i, I first heard about it on studio c41 um and bill manning was doing an interview with the chaps there and oh this sounds optimistic because they said oh we're going to do this it's going to be great, and we're going to get it out within a few months. And thought, oh yeah, I've heard this with so many Kickstarters, and um, blow me, they, they did. absolutely did it. <laughs> they did it. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. 
Ethan, you've done Kickstarters before, and you you said about the fact that you like to have, um, you you, you wanted to, to have ready <laughs> yeah. to go. Uh, we, what what was your take on the way they handle this? Because they seem to have managed to have avoided a lot of the bear traps, which almost everybody seems to fall into. Yeah, they probably. I mean, it's just about money, right? Is like, do they or do they not have enough money, like at the beginning end, to work out the manufacturing? Right. Or or have they figured out how to manufacture it in such a simple way? Right. So, like, I think, um, well, yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but anyway, they're out. So that's worth checking out. Um, and then just quickly to finish up this chunk, there's a couple that, uh, again, kickstarted this year, which aren't out yet, but are very close to being out. Um Probably the most interesting and the one that most listeners are likely to have backed is uh, Lomachrome Metro, the film that Lomography kickstarted back. Oh, when was that? It wasn't that long ago, was it? Can you remember when that was, Aid? Uh, I'm just looking it up now. Was it in the summer? I, I'm not I, sure. Yeah, I think it was late summer. I think it was um, maybe August time. Um, I was actually looking at this. Here we go. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was it was around then. Whatever you said, it was around then. Yeah. Yeah. So it July it kickstarted in July. So um, so kickstarted in July with a target date of January, and according to their most recent update, they're actually hoping to have most of the stuff out before Christmas. So that's good. Um, one ten film. They they've done this in one ten. God bless them. New film in one ten. Who thought we'd be saying that in 2019? A new 110 film hitting the market. Um, that's all ready to go. A 35 mil ready to go, um, pretty much, and 120 film not far behind. So, um, so that's great. Uh, there, 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 there's a round tin of film on on the uh, on the website on the Kickstarter site as well. What are they? Is that just for bulk loading, or is that something different? Uh, at 16 millimeter, I expect they're doing 16 millimeter as well, so it could be for that aid. Okay, cool. cool. Okay. Um, Lomography do just have such a good track record, track record with getting their stuff out the door. Um, so, yep, continuing with that, that's always good. And the last one, just want to give a quick mention to, because again, although it's not out yet, but it is well on target and seems like it's going to be out very soon, is um, the Chromographica, um, which was the dry plate holder um that was um a joint project between steve lloyd and um, nathan lane and um that looks as though it's well on target to uh go out to backers i think february is their date they're targeting with that and um it looks so all is uh going full steam ahead to that um steve has shared excitedly pictures of bits of things <laughs> go, look this is really exciting <laughs> it goes oh good it looks like parts but um so that's good. i know um you've been quite a fan of that kind of thing haven't you Ethan? watching what's going on with that yeah yeah <laughs> i have um i think it's really interesting to see people making new film holders it's a tough thing to make um yeah and they're going to cover a large part of the market um yeah, I don't, I don't know when the last time plate holders were made in bulk like that. Maybe that's just my own ignorance, but it seems kind of wacky. Um, yeah, can't wait to see it. It still seems wacky to me that you can buy glass plates 
to shoot um you know the, the nathan's making them it's just like oh, okay that that's a still i mean it's fantastic it's absolutely wonderful and maybe one day i'll give it a go myself but um it's yeah quite, it's quite something isn't it quite something yeah absolutely so i i think it's been um although it's been a quiet year on kickstarter in terms of new projects but it's been a, a good year for actually stuff being delivered so far um yes yeah, so that's been uh, that's that's our good positive start to all of this <laughs> it's not going to remain up like that guys <laughs> you know, there's a sort of a, a wobbles coming but well speaking of which Speaking of which, well, shall we, before we move on to the wobble, not the wobbles, let's, that's inappropriate. <laughs> um, uh, there was one more point. So um, just because, again, because it's a film thing, which my, uh, many people in the community did back, um, Silbera, uh, as far as I can make it, I think Silbera have got most of their backers' rewards out now. And the most recent communication from them was that they are hoping to get a load more out in November. But I know there are still people waiting for stuff from them but they're still there and they are still plugging away at it they haven't gone away they are still in business uh, and i think they're i think they're struggling a bit with some of the 120 stuff in particular and the pan film but they aren't the only ones struggling to get 120 film out the door and still bearer i think they're smaller than kodak i'd need to double check but i think they're smaller <laughs> than kodak. and even kodak are having issues with 120 so we can give them a bit of leeway on that fair enough fair enough Okay. All right. Well, so um, we're going to do something a little bit rare these days, actually, now, aren't we, Graham? I think we're, we're going to take a little break in the middle of the show, aren't we? Yes, we are. A little break, a bit of retro break, old school break. <laughs> <laughs> and during that old school break, or after the old school break, I should say, um, we're going to have uh, some inserted audio, I think, aren't we? Or is it a live call? I forget which. Oh, it's going to be a live call. We're, we're not going to do something live. No, that's nuts. Nobody would do that. <laughs> <laughs> not with this person. Not if they don't know any better. But um... <laughs> Okay. We, so we're going to have a, a little break, and we're going to make a phone call, and uh, we're going to have a guest on, but I'm not going to say who it is. In case it doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the music. (laughs) And we're back. And we're back. And by the powers of modern technology, we have added a fourth voice to this killer podcast. Um, please welcome a uh, friend of the show, Hamish Gill. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Where's Rachel, actually? It didn't just come to mind. <laughs> she can't make it, sadly. <laughs> She's in Nottingham. Uh, if anybody wants to go and to, say hello. I need to catch up with her about something, actually. Anyway. Sorry, yeah. oh, right. Well, you know, the, world, the the busy worlds of you entrepreneurs, you know, there's always something going on, isn't there? Yes. Are oh, you well, buddy? Yes. I haven't spoken to you for a while. No, well, I've, I've, yes, I'm all right. I've just kind of been out of the um, loop a bit recently, somewhat intentionally. Um, <laughs> I sent you a message back in, I think it was august i think it might be around august saying oh you know you have to come on the show we want to chat about this or something and you went, i'm not going on any podcast until i'm further down the road with this pixelator thing so yeah yes um, well it's there's that and just my sort of general grumpiness about photography that seems to be um hanging around for slightly longer than i had anticipated i suppose do you know what, mate, I, I lost most of 2018 to that to be fair 
yeah. you know, uh, you, you've just got to fake it till you make it, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> like, yeah. It'll well, come I back. Keep, honestly, uh, it'll come back to you. It's a, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly will. I keep writing. I'm, I'm, the one thing I'm still enjoying is writing. So I'm just finding ways to write about how grumpy I, grumpy I am as a, <laughs> as a photographer. Um, which, that, that's why know, seems, I have podcasts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's very much why Hamish also has a podcast. <laughs> if you haven't ever listened to the High Presentative Photographers uh, podcast. I'm, I'm that, afraid. I'm afraid it was too highbrow for me. I couldn't. I couldn't follow it. Sorry. <laughs> we've um, we've we've just we we recorded another one. I don't know a couple of weeks ago. Something that I'm sure we'll sort out eventually. Um, it's getting less and less about photography. To be fair, I think we actually came wow. to the conclusion at the end that um, because both of us have had a slightly grumpy period about photography this year. Um, it, I mean, it just there was so little of it, it was about photography. Um, it was about you know the climate and racism and. <laughs> worthy topics for podcasts yeah um no crumpets on this occasion thank no you crumpets. well I, I, t- I tell you what i tell you what we we've um, invited you on because as you know we were having a roundup of some recently completed kickstarters and uh in the photography world i'm sorry to have to say to you um and uh, <laughs> we thought we thought it'd be nice to hear um where where you're at with pixelator so to somebody who hasn't recently completed that. <laughs> it seemed polite to get your take on this rather than I just throw you under the bus with you not being here. I mean, it's, it's more fun to throw you under the bus when you are here, Hamish. Yes, more fun to be, for me to throw myself under the bus. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, ha- had you asked me, I mean, uh, uh, it's, I mean, obviously it's not gone to plan. Um, had you asked me about a week and a half ago, I mean, I, I think... Uh, that was about when I reached, I I got to a stage, actually, I got to a stage when I had some good news about it, that, do you ever get that sort of feeling where you, you weren't quite aware of how much something was getting to you until you get a bit of good news and you you mm. just, it, all of a sudden you feel that sense of it, the, the sort of weight coming off your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, and it was absolutely like, my oh God, I can't believe how much this has been stressing me out because I, 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 we, I had a, in the in the kiln, which is my latest sort of non photography related pro- project, this co working space, we've 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 started doing these meetups and they're sort of company founder meetups. The, um, and I I did um, one quite recently, and at the end of it, one of the uh, another sort of local company founder person came up to me and asked me, you know, about other projects and bits and pieces, and must have ranted at him about Pixelator for. a about half an hour and he, i could just see him kind of like what kind of worms have i opened here um <laughs> because it yeah it's just got it's just it's just got completely ridiculous and it, and it all there's so many things that i can there's so many lessons i suppose that i've learned about how to approach a uh, a manufacturing project so many kind of little just for example there's moments where i've kind of trusted the judgment of people where my gut instinct told me not to trust the judgment of of other people and what i should have done is not trust their judgment and pursued (laughs) my pursued my concerns um and there's been moments where i feel like i should have sort of shouted louder i suppose um, and it's not like so. Obviously, quite a lot of this has had has been you know working with Patterson and the, and 
they they have i can tell have always done their best um and I, i've more recently been working with two blokes who just essentially feel really bad about what's happened mm. um but have had it really very much out of their hands um and i can see i know that they've they've lost a lot of money already um and going to continue to lose quite a lot of money um because of how it's gone um and and uh, you know and, uh, and uh, you know sort of doing everything they can to find find my corner but it's unfortunately just come down to the um apparent ineptitude of the taller which i've waffled on about on the kickstarts quite a lot um but yeah the, the the there's been a couple of mistakes in the tooling that have been seemingly very difficult to rectify and yeah the result of that is is it going kind of you know absurdly over deadline i mean i was hoping to have this thing in people's hands in april may time hmm. and it and it looks like it could you know worst case it could trespass into the new year which is just ridiculous and it, you said the, sorry no sorry you said that you recently had some actual good news with this though Yes. So, well, the good news bit was last time I went to see um, Phil and Rich, um, the, the 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 gates for the one twenty one twenty film fit together, um, and it works, and the measurements are right. Everything's parallel. Everything sits how it should. Um, it holds together. So the whole design is based on, and this is kind of the fundamental problem that we've had really the whole design is based on all of the bits friction fitting together lightly enough that they can be pulled apart and that they don't they don't they don't stretch <laughs> that they don't yeah there's somebody that understands why this has been so difficult um oh. lightly enough that they don't stretch the or they don't distort when they're pushed into place but tightly enough that you can turn it upside down they don't fall out um right. and I feel your pain, buddy. Getting to that place, <laughs> and as I and as I said in the most recent update, it wasn't even a place we got to in the. As, and, and when I say this out loud, especially given the amount of time it's been, when I say this out loud, it sounds insane. But where we've got to now is not a place that we've ever been. I've never seen even the three D printed prototype doesn't didn't work the way that the current version does with the one twenty gates. Mm. So I never even had a proof of concept until the other day. So seeing it function, albeit only with 120 gates, not not with the uh, the 135 gates yet, um, was well. As I say, it was quite a weight off my shoulders because the, there's been times where, you know, quite genuinely, I've wondered whether or not this guy who's making the tooling is even cap- is even capable of doing it. Um, so yeah, but you know, I've pers- put, we've had to, we've just kept pushing and pushing. And you know, I've been in situations, I've been in meetings with Patterson where they've just said, "What, what do you want? Do you, we'll just give you the money back." Like if if you want the money back and start again, because obviously they've seen how angry I've been getting. <laughs> they said that we, we, if you want the money back and you want to go to China, we'll we'll, we'll just cut our losses if that's what you want us to do, because we we don't want this to be 
you know, we want we want this to we want this to work for you. You know, you know, we don't want to be the reason it it doesn't. Mm. I said that I don't, fundamentally I want to work with with you guys because you know you're up the road and you're, <laughs> you're, you're Patterson. You know, you're not in China. Um, you, you know, it's cost me more money than it would have done to have gone to China. It's also but like it, a historically cool <laughs> company. Exactly. Yeah. So there's the brand, there's the brand credibility, and there's all of the stuff, all of that that comes with it. And um, it's just unfortunate. And as you know, as 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 Phil keeps saying to me, he says that we are we are where we are. So you know, the only thing we can do is move forward or not. Mm. So we've just continued to to do our best to move forward. But I mean, you know, it's put it. it it's kind of for me, and you know. I suppose this is, you know, it has gone very wrong for me, especially considering how simple a product it is. But it's certainly put into perspective even more every other Kickstarter for me. You know, I'm not expecting everybody else to kind of go, oh, yes, well, because it it tucked for Hamish, I can understand why it's tucked for other people. But I can see I've got such a significantly greater sense of perspective. (laughs) You know, uh, you know, when I look at things like Reflex and think, God, I've just tried to make what is essentially eight bits of plastic fit together or have many bits of plastic fit together, and he's trying to make a fucking camera, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I have to say, Hamish, I think the one thing that um, that you have managed to do uh, that uh, several Kickstarters fall down in, and I think it's, I mean, I'm sure you get a, a bit of static from some people, but generally people seem to have been pretty patient about things. And I think it's because you have the the lesson you definitely have learned is communicate. Just keep updating people. Keep yeah. just even when there's even when there's like yeah, this is still isn't going the way. It's, but at least you're still keeping people in the well, loop. The, <coughs> the, the, so the, I, the, I feel the, sorry. I, I was going to say I, I feel similarly. Like the best part of Hamish's Kickstarter has been like getting to go on the tour of what it's like to start a, a photo business you know like it's, it's something near and dear to me but i think it's like been intensely interesting to follow along the saga it's well it's great a, it's it's funny enough a lot of people have said that so um i, I got my money's worth your mate eight um oh What's his name? The guy that did the book. You're, you're Chris. Mates, you? Chris, yeah. Um, oh. What's his surname? Marquard. That's him. Uh, yeah. Um, so he, <laughs> Sorry, I had no idea. So I needed. Other woman. <laughs> no, no, well, Chris, yeah, you got there before I did. I had no. I, I know a few people called Chris. Sorry. <laughs> so well, you, um, he he commented the other day saying, you know, essentially, just what Ethan's just said. He's had his money money's worth just in watching it, uh, you know, unfold. Just watching you fall apart. Yes, watching. But the thing is, is it's what I. I, I, It's funny enough. It's not that's not a something I've learned from doing my Kickstarter. That's something I learned from watching everybody others, everybody, everybody else's Kickstarter go to hell. And I I cannot understand why people are so insistent on not doing updates because all you need to do is keep people in the loop. And Mm. yes, I've had some people. You know, it's, it, 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 there, are, there are even doing updates all the time doesn't result in the perfect outcome because people will, st- you know, I've had I had one guy say to me, for example, one guy said to me, 
if you're not going to do if you haven't got anything big to share like a major update just leave a little comment saying when the next update is coming or just you know just keep yeah. us in the loop via the comments so i started doing that and then a couple of weeks ago somebody said i don't know why you bother leaving these little updates in the comments obviously you realize they don't get emailed out to, out to everybody i'm like well i said to him i can't win <laughs> because yeah. You know, I've got I've been asked to do one thing by one one person, and now another person is telling me to do something else. The only thing I can do is, is I can only you know I can't I can't do what everybody wants me to do. It would be impossible. So I just have to do my best. Um, you and just do what you want to do. <laughs> well, but the, the, the yes, I mean that's right. But what I've wanted to do is do what's felt like the most honest and the most kind of transparent. And there are things that I haven't been able to talk about. There are still things that I can't really talk about. Um, just, well, I just can't talk about them. Yeah. I can't talk about them. I can't even explain why I can't talk about them because I can't talk about them. But there are things that I can't talk about. But for everything to do with the manufacturing process, 95% um, of things to do with the manufacturing process, I have been able to talk about them. So... So that's what I've done. I've just been as you know as transparent as I can. It, it sounds like, although you don't have a firm end date yet, the the fact that the one twenty gate is now working and you can see that, oh yes, this can be done. It, it is going to get there. I mean, there's no two well, ways about it. The, it is going to get there. Theoretically, so there's two. There's there's essentially two adjustments to be made now. So there's there's the the lower edge of the upper 35 mil gate has the wrong weight. Do you remember all those tapers that were at the wrong way? Yeah, yeah. So that's still got the wrong way taper on it. Oh, jeez. Um, so that's not, that's just because we didn't want to change anything. So that wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, that's not been left there through incompetence. It's been left there because we were just like, well, let's just leave that for now and wait wait until we get a next step along. So that's got to be leveled out. Once that's leveled out, then the, th the height of the inner parts of the 35 mil gate just need to be taken off a bit which is unfortunate because that means adding metal to the tool which takes longer and is harder but nonetheless um it, it's been done so once those two things have been done if those if, if and we're hopeful that results in those two pieces fitting, fitting together then it's done so it could be that it comes back from the next trip to the tooler finished and that being the case then it's just a case of sandblasting the inside of the tool and then it's good to it's good to go it's very mm. exciting. It's very exciting. It sounds as though you are significantly closer than, um, well, you already mentioned them, um, Reflex, who's kind of the next guys we want to talk about. Um, they recently put out an update, um, which I'm sure you've read, Hamish. I don't know whether yeah. Ethan and Aid, have you, did yeah. you see this? <laughs> I have. No, um, I haven't. <laughs> let's just, let's just say no. <laughs> it, um, I mean, it, it's, they seem to have, uh, it's an ongoing struggle for them. I think it's fairly safe to say. Um, at the beginning of the year, the the problem seemed to be centred around the shutter. Um, correct me, because I know you're you're more up on this than I am. I'm sure Hamish, but the shutter seemed to be the big stumbling block at the, in the first half of the year. Um, and it seems that unfortunately, as they started to get on top of those things, um, it seems like it's become essentially a problem of managing people that has caused the latest round of problems um they've had two separate teams one working on the software and one working on the uh, electronic side and 
it does sound so those two teams are playing well together and um i mean the update is it's a good update from them in the sense that compared to certainly some of the earlier ones where the tone felt a little bit um offhand i think Gar- we actually talked about guarded, this wasn't it if it was a way yes. it was, yeah um, I mean, because I think we talked about this when we did a Kickstarter update with you before, Hamish, and we talked about the yeah. fact that their communications were not. Um, and this is not that. I think it's them quite openly saying there have been problems and the failures have been more around managing people than anything mm. else <clears throat> and the setbacks from that. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, again, it sounds as though that's moving forward. They're very much still working on it. Um, I don't know whether you have any more insight into that, Hamish. No, not really. I haven't, I haven't caught up with them for a while. Um, I felt bad after last after last time because I felt like we'd kind of speculated a bit about a bit of stuff. And then I had to, and then he put out an update like within like three hours of us recording something ridiculous, didn't it? That then answered loads of the questions that we've been speculating about. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> to, to, we did, but to be fair, I, I did speak to them and I did absolutely offer them the chance to come on and talk to us about the stuff, but mm. which they pr- never even got back to me. So I, you know, <laughs> we well, he's, tried. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, yeah, I think he, he's, I mean, this, this is, this, as much as anything else, I think just comes down to personality. And mm. I think, you know, I am, you know, quite an open person, <laughs> I suppose, and I do talk about pretty much everything on the internet. Um, whereas I don't think he is the same type of person as that. I think he's a little bit more. I think he just is a bit more of a guarded person. I think mm. he does, you know, keep his. But then at, at the same time, you know, if if I was an organisation that was likely trying to find quite a lot of cash which i imagine they are quite a lot of the time from you know investors and you know vcs and all that sort of lark and that kind of world that i imagine he's involved in i don't suppose it is particularly sensible to be entirely transparent about some of the things that might be going in a less than ideal way i suppose i don't know i feel like i'm speculating again but that's just that's just how you know. You know, just that's how it just is how, sometimes. Just how it is, I think. Yeah. yeah. So well, and it's, well, this isn't you know this isn't a this isn't a single bit of plastic. This isn't you know incredibly complex, slightly more complex perhaps than it even needed to be product that he's trying to bring um, to market. So I don't know. I, as I say, I've got enormous amount of more respect for. People who go through this, um, go through this crap because it is, you know, you are kind of putting your neck on the line, really. Because there's no, there's no coming back from it if you do. You know, do you know what I mean? You've not got, you don't really yes. get, you don't really get another chance because people will go, oh well, that guy. Got something, everybody's like, nah, he fucked up. Let's write him off completely. You know, that's just, <laughs> you know, so. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, it's a, it is a dangerous game to play. Um, but I think, um, and, and especially when it's, you know, at the end of the day, he did only raise 130 grand or whatever it was to bring a 
bloody camera to market. I imagine he's burnt through, probably burnt through that money in about a month. Yeah. 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 I I suppose the issue is really an economic issue that Mm. this camera will not pay for itself. Right. But it's such a, I, I have often thought about like reaching out because it would be my dream job to design that shutter and the electronics that control it together. Mm. But also, like, this is a multi-million dollar project, you know? Um, I would eat up more than his Kickstarter, you know, just just to do, like, a little tiny part of it, right? Which And, and a professional engineer, you know, would eat up ten times that much. Or maybe they would just do it so much faster. But um, the point is, it. I, I think it's, it's super cool uh, that he's trying, but I think what's getting in the way is is just you know money <laughs> yeah i think you're probably right and, it, and i've had this conversation with a few people and i've had you know there's <clears throat> there's been other conversations about bringing cameras to market and you know some more some more credible than others and the the reality is if you want to bring a camera to market i think you probably you probably need at least a week <laughs> I got I got a few coming out next week, Good stuff. But in you know in in the in the you know in the world of the type you know when you're looking at bringing a sh- you know bringing an actual timed shutter back to market and you know a a, a, a mass produced camera, um, you know tooling alone for something like. Yeah, reflexes is, is going to be a, millions. Yeah, so yeah, it's well, an expensive but, okay, proposition. Okay. But here is the deal: is like as Re- reflex was conceived, it was conceived of as this modular system, right? So, like the OLED, if you were a shopper on AliExpress, you recognize that standard part, right? The reason why it probably had Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and whatever is, I bet he was using an ESP eighty two sixty six chip as the controller, right? Which is a two dollar and thirty something cent part. He was mm-hmm. expecting to buy you know, um, shutter modules from Copal, right? And and so the tooling doesn't necessarily have to be there. He probably could have 3D printed, you know, a few hundred or a thousand bodies mm. and then just screwed the modules in, had the modules been there. But, you know, th- this project, while it is probably my dream job and would be like, I don't know, it would be the, the most fun project for me to yeah. work on of all time, I think. Um, there's just too many Nikons out there that work just fine, and Pentax K1000s, you know. Um, yeah. well, maybe I, I, one, I, they'll they'll many, get there. Sorry, Hamish. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say, and too many people who there's too many people out there who ha- who have that opinion in such a way that means that they will just completely turn their back on yeah. on, on, on a project like Reflex. There's too many people. Too many people out there. Just well, right, but like the know, tooling is, no is multi-million dollars, right? Mm. And like how many? Yeah. I, I, you know, like Ethan thinks Reflex is one of the coolest companies on earth, but like how many Ethans are there, right? Like <laughs> only one. Please, <laughs> you don't know, let there only be one. You're too special <laughs> to have multiples of you. Listen, no, we mean, need to move on, guys. Okay. Otherwise, we'll be we are we are, we are, we are parked in the weeds, um, okay. and uh, <laughs> and and especially as you have a job to go to at some point, Ethan. Um, what I was going to say is um, you can find the update, the most recent Reflex update on their Kickstarter page. And also um, M's got an article over on Emulsive about it. The great thing is if you're not sure about how you feel about 
um, the reflex thing. Just read through to the bottom of M's article, and he'll explain to you how you should feel, as he does with many of his articles. <laughs> He's very good like that. He lets us all know how we should feel about things. So bless him. Um, the the next, I think probably the final one, which we just need to go over, and there's not really much to say about this because there's not really much that's been said about this. Is of course. It's the classic Kickstarter favourite. It is the wonderful people at Ferrania. Um, I hunted. I really, really looked to try and find what the most recent information I could from them was. And um, it's been kind of quiet on all fronts since about the middle of the year. Um, I, I think the takeaway is they're still there. They're still plodding away, working away at it. Um, but as as you said, Hamish, they've gone down the route of, well, we don't have anything to say, so we're not going to say anything, which I don't think is great. Um, but they put some videos out back in the first half of the year of stuff going on there. Um, but there's been nothing else <coughs> since then. Um, you know, it, yeah, July it the on. 15th. Yeah. Looks like the last. Yeah. Mm. You know. It's it. Uh, they have uh, trying to make uh, trying to start a new uh, a film manufacturing company up is a huge huge endeavor and um and it's proving very difficult. But I mean, I th I think well didn't, they they still busy plodding. Didn't something recently happen with P thirty though? Or am I? I thought that too. I thought I saw something recently saying, oh, there's going to be more P30, but c I could not find. So maybe we just had a, a mass hallucination about this and <laughs> we all uh, dreamed we saw something, but I couldn't find anything. But, you know, I'm sure any day now <laughs> we'll hear more news from Ferrari. Yeah, how weird. There's nothing. It's like there isn't anything, is there? It's really weird. I'm certain I read somebody talking about it on Twitter and there's no, there's no recent tweets on it. No, there's nothing on Instagram. There's even less on their own website. A, a uh, seasonal mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, again, on the recent FPP, I think um, uh, the guys there did catch up with... Um, oh, crumbs. What's the guy's name? It just it was in my head, and then it instantly fell out of my head. Um, oh, we had on him on the show so long ago. Aid, can you remember the trap? Uh, who, who's... Um... <laughs> This oh. is the second time this has happened in in about twenty minutes. I'm, are you going to have to give me more to work with? I'm sorry. The, 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 the person who's the spokesperson the, the, in the US for Ferrania. Um, oh, uh, ah, oh, the guy who used to, you know used to do well. Impossible um, had a big yeah. beard. Had a big beard. Yeah. Can't. Everybody out there is absolutely screaming this. <laughs> Uh, that's, I can't remember his name, and he came It'll, to the show, and we talked to him for ages, and he was he was a great guest, and I can't yeah, remember. Is it Dave Dave Bias, Dave, Dave Bias, Bias, well Thank done, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, few, <laughs> not dead yet. Um, they uh, they spoke to Dave Bias, and he, he basically what he had to say was, yeah, they're there, they're working away at it. Be patient, stuff is coming. So you know, not great, uh, not at Hamish level of updates, but you know. Like, <laughs> There you go. Um, okay, moving on. As you say, moving, moving on, moving on, because we we've got people on uh, are recording this podcast that have uh, time out in the near future. So I've had uh, a little bit of a look at open Kickstarters. Kickstarters still in the funding phase, uh, which 
Um, I, I have to admit, actually, uh, I, I, I did have to, to broaden my search a little bit. I went, of course, and started in the photography category and that gave me a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, I had to look at some of the tech stuff as well and pick up pick up bits and bobs. There's not a lot that I could find that was overtly an analog stuff out there at the moment on kickstarter so maybe maybe, maybe there's a maybe there's a gap in the market for i don't know a camera or something well what, what do you reckon <laughs> it, it does feel like there's just like in the last few years especially around this time of year there's always been a bit of a boom of things being kickstarted it does feel like this year has been a bit quieter um it, do, it, does, it does a little bit it does a little bit but there's a few things out there so this one the, this first one that caught my eye i caught my eye and i liked the look of it and i thought even better because i knew that you wouldn't <laughs> 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 which i know is not very charitable of me so sorry mate but but uh the first one i brought out is uh shimoda bags uh which just i love because it's a camera bag and you know me i love a good bag Mm-hmm. and uh yeah and i've been trying for what three and a half years now to do a sunny 16 uh show about camera bags and so i thought you know what this is legit right you asked me to go research kickstarter stuff i went and researched kickstarter stuff and what did i come up with <laughs> a bag. A bag. wow they've, not just they've been not back. just not just a bag right well yeah so so let's talk about that actually not not just a bag though but this is this is um a, uh, adventure okay. bags that you can take all around the world and 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 uh, you could take them to the surface of the sun and to, to the to the outskirts of jupiter and it, it'd still perform um this is this serious bit of kit actually by the looks of it um uh, and very much in sort of outdoor world and adventure type stuff uh so in fact yeah there's a clue in the name actually because they're called adventure camera bags um but these are clearly proving um very very popular uh because they have uh, received a, a lot of um uh, a lot of funding uh these you've are... not you've not seen the peak design uh, yeah bag. okay that's that's a fair comment hey that's a, that that's a fair comment um but it, this is uh but 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 they are um it it it's certainly prove it proving popular uh, at the moment so um yeah it's it's a, a a really interesting a really interesting one so it's the, i mean they've been funded 17 nearly 1800% um <laughs> which is which is quite a big which you know uh, which, which which is quite a big uh big way to go and it still has 300 in fact it's gone up since i did the research earlier today um it's now funded by 1400 backers uh they've got uh 420,000 pounds and there are uh, three days to go and it's over 1800 percent of their original funding goal so um i suspect they're going to get into a world of hurt fulfilling at that volume <laughs> if i've learned anything from listening to people tell stories about kickstarters <laughs> the thing is with a lot of these with a lot it's the same with peak design there's a lot of these companies i think they they don't they're not doing it it's not a kick they're not kicks they're not kickstarting anything they're just bringing a product a badge yeah. just yeah just bringing another yeah. product to market yes and you know fair enough whatever but if you look at Peak Design, for example, the, tra- the travel tripod by Peak Design, which is the last thing they kickstarted, their that their um, their goal was three hundred eighty nine thousand two hundred eight pounds, or half a million dollars, and they raised uh, twelve million one hundred forty three thousand four hundred thirty five dollars, or nine million. 
452,656 pounds. Yes. You're so bags, bags of tripod business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're probably making more money out of it than most tripod manufacturers are. Yeah. Well, I think they're, they're I mean, it's, it's just absolutely absurd. And, and to be fair, it looks like quite a good tripod. But, the, you know, as I say, this is a, this is a company with a massive brand, um, a, a massive weight. I'm a, a, I have a, a Peak Design um, affiliate account um, from the couple of times that I've reviewed some of their, you know, their little shoulder bags. And stuff oh, right, okay, like. yeah. And they kind of pounced on me to have an affiliate account and, you know, sent me all these straps and bags and all this stuff. And so I have a sort of insight behind the scenes and it is marketed to you know the nth these guys really really know what they're doing uh, well, and they, yeah. they they're making a product they're designing a product they're making a product um well and then they're bringing it to market via kickstarter yeah yeah no, and that, that, that's that's a fair comment so let, let's let's move on and talk about one that i think he's possibly not that uh, at least not in quite the same way um this one is a book now i have to say i wanted to have a book on my list because when you search the photography category in uh, Kickstarter, a huge amount of the uh, of the projects are books. Um, some of them, when you read them, they come across as as uh, people who believe they're entitled to get other people to pay for their travel. <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be cynical, and they're certainly not all like that. But there are certainly a number that come across that like like that. And uh, I, I don't know whether that's just me being cynical or or whether that's a that's a real thing. Um, but this one caught my eye, right? Because so, this is this is photography playing a role in in social responsibility. Okay, and this is called and it's you can tell because it's not got a marketing style title. This project is called the Landscape of Chemical and Biological Weapons in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> festive treat <laughs> well yeah, yeah a festive treat indeed it, it, but but so so yeah and i and i i i read into this a little bit watched the little video that they everybody puts on their kickstarter projects um and this is a, a this is a photographer who has taken upon himself to research and pull together a body of work uh based uh yeah a document a documentary style body of work uh that in his words uh investigates the sites and landscapes of chemical and biological weapons in the united kingdom going back to the first world war right the way through to the sort of 70s and 80s and and you know taking photographs of uh, where these things were, where, where these things were done, and what's left there now, and it was, yeah, what was the long term impact, perhaps, um, and uh, yeah, I just thought, okay, yeah, they, I wanted to pick an example of a book because there's so many of them, um, and and this one was the one that jumped out at me. So, uh, and this is not funded uh, to to many millions of dollars. In fact, actually, the goal here is is a little over two thousand pounds um and uh it's got so far 38 backers uh who between them have managed to raise oh i've lost the number how much are they no mean? it's the goal the goal is um four thousand oh sorry yes the, yeah, the goal, <laughs> the goal is, 4, is 12 million dollars they yes. raised two no sorry the goal that... is um four thousand two hundred eighty nine, and they're at just over two thousand yes thank you graham so so somewhere somewhere north of 40 percent by the sound of things if my mental arithmetic doesn't let me down at this time of day um so yeah more work to do there um you know i i haven't dug into it any more than to to look at the kickstarter material so i'm not here i'm not here to judge but it but the initial uh, uh approach seems like it might have some level of, of social awareness about it which which you know is what attracted me to this 
next yeah, one. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks, and cool. it looks cool. Next one. Okay, so here, here is something that is definitely unanalog. At least I think it is. Uh, so this is this next one is a thing. For some reason, it's the the name of it starts with a hashtag, but it's a hashtag B three sixty, and this is a, an underwater camera housing. Nothing unusual in that you might think. But this is not just any ca- underwater camera housing. This is one for a 360 degree camera. So I imagine it's a clear plastic ball, but <laughs> <laughs> with with it, with a little tripod mount in the bottom of it. I could. Have, that's the just only made, way. Somebody just got a hamster ball and put some <laughs> put some sellotape around it, haven't they? <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it's um, it, it's. Uh, it, it it it's on its way right it's it is um it, it's it's something that that's 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 going um it's not it's not anywhere near funded yet okay so so this one is it really it's only it's only it's only just started it's still got over 30 days to go uh but it's only two percent funded at the moment um so here's an opportunity to make a difference to somebody's project uh they they're after four thousand pounds uh they've currently raised 115 pounds <laughs> so this probably uh is, What's it is, called? It's called the uh, ha- hash B three sixty. Sorry, did say that. B E three six zero dome. I did say that, but it's not exactly something that is a memorable name. So I can appreciate. So this again, the hash B three six zero dome. It's a wonder it hasn't been more discovered. <laughs> what a snappy title like that. So so have a, have a look at, and it does all of those things that you can do with the three sixty video camera, where you can change the point of view in the edit, and and you can you, you can zoom in and you can zoom out and get widescreen, and you can make tiny planets and stuff like that and they do all of that but they do it underwater um which is a bit of fun isn't it right um uh yeah and they're asking an entry level uh 50 dollars oh no hang on 50 mx dollars what are mx dollars mexican dollars maybe anybody Mm. yes because they're based in mexico (laughs) no no i look at them now it says they're based in mexico so they're asking the uh no no let's go to the first one that actually gets a, a kit uh i'm not used to i don't have a really good mental grip of how the mexican dollar translates into sterling or euros or or us dollars i'm afraid so oh, there you go 1800 mexican dollars which well, is, 1800 oh, no, mexican says, dollars is about 72 pounds it says it says yes thank you yes 80 73 it says handily it says it underneath in in the kickstarter website is doing the uh the the, the forex translations for you so uh yeah um not a huge amount for something like that and if, if diving and 360 video happen to be two of your favorite hobbies then this is the product <laughs> for you <laughs> It's a niche market. I know. It's, yes, we we live in a world of Venn diagrams. They do they do overlap those things. They do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, last but not least, uh, another underwater one. So this is again a a, a camera. If you um, uh, uh, case not case um, uh, 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 thing. I've lost the word. I've just been talking about one, and I can't remember the word for what they're called now. And. Uh, Never mind. Um, this is housing. Housing. Thank you, Graham. Thank you. This is an underwater housing for all of you who have Android phones as your main camera, and so you can use your Android phone underwater as a camera, as a as a as a dive camera. So I'm guessing the benefit there is that in this housing it will go deeper than it would do just from being waterproof naturally. Um, so uh, there's one there, and then last but not least, because I love a good light. Uh, the Lightcore Video Light 
um, which is, is, is an interesting looking thing. Um, it's uh, it's in some ways it's it's another light, <laughs> but um, it's uh, it's it says lighting for the t video lighting for the 21st century. But uh, this one's based in Stockholm in Sweden, uh, currently pledged uh, to thirteen thousand pounds of its hundred and sixty one thousand uh, pound uh, uh, goal um this one is uh if you picture what the original uh, uh light field camera looks like what were they called the light field cameras were they Lytro? Uh, it's the Lytro. Lytro. i read the Thank wikipedia you, article on ren ang when yes. he published his stanford thesis that's <laughs> right yes thank you thank you Ethan. yeah yeah uh it looks a bit like that sort of square rectangular type thing um, but that looks like uh, looks like it might be good fun, um, and uh, you know look, there, there's a, a product for a, a, a project, I should say, for a, another light just there. Anyhow, uh, that was just a roundup of a few of them. As I say, uh, it was quite tricky to find stuff, and certainly tried, tricky to find stuff that was that was really purely analog. Um, but some good ancillary stuff there, and a book with a social conscience, and of course a camera bag because we all like a bag, don't we, yeah, Graham? I think the um, that, that, the problem with that bag is that it looks. <laughs> my lifestyle is never going to be active enough to justify a bag like that. That's not so true. You spend like most of you your life outdoors. I know, but not going up and down mountains. I mean, that looks like the kind of you know bag you expect to walk from pole to pole with. It's uh, it's a bit. Much. I think the book. Out of all those, the book is my favorite. It really does look like a beautiful book. That one. Um, and there's there's links on that uh, Kickstarter page to um, articles in like the British British Journal of Photography and stuff like that. We can see more of the pics. It's, yeah, it looks good. That's worth checking out. That go and see where horrible toxins and anthrax and stuff have been spread around the country. It's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, I'm oh. sure. I'm 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 fully expecting one of the sites to be a place i used to work actually <laughs> sometimes some work i did for the ministry of defense a few years ago but uh, but uh, anyway whilst, whilst you've been talking i've been trying to find any trying to find an update from a kickstarter that i or the most recent i've just backed that one actually that you talked about the the, the book but another yeah book that i'm I'd, thinking about backing the book actually yes another book that i backed earlier on in the year was um giles dooley's most recent um, Kickstarter, which is for his um, the sort of final part of his um, project, which is documenting uh, the sort of the results of war, basically. So it's he kind of travels around. Oh, did you know who Jarsdy Jr. is? Um, no, I don't. No, I'm not off the top no, of my head. No, absolute travesty. So he's a photographer who um, <clears throat> he was. I can't remember what sort of photography he used to do prior to. Um, but anyway, he he started traveling the world um, documenting uh, war as a photojournalist and then stood on a IED and lost both of his legs and one of his arms. Wow. Um, and woke up in, well, I don't think he even passed out, um, but he, he essentially sort of one of his first thoughts was that he'd still got his arm and his eyes so he could still be a photographer and um, which he has continued to be and he's gone around the world documenting the sort of lives of people who've you know suffered the um suffered through wars and you know have had their lives affected through, through war um so anyway he's his latest he's doing a book that's the kind of final chapter of this and he um his latest update about the kickstarter which if you want to hear a good 
um, if you want to hear a good excuse for um, why a Kickstarter hasn't been progressing quite as fast, um, he says uh, this is an email um, that he sent sort of privately. At, uh, you know, you can send out updates that don't go that aren't publicly shared if you see them. And he said, so um, is that our, uh, uh, as many of you will be aware, the last few months have been something of a challenge. I had a burst appendix, which led to some complications and uh, 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 and a couple of weeks in hospital. And as I write, I'm recovering from a bout of malaria in South Sudan. Oh, oh blimey. <laughs> I read that, I was like, blimey. <laughs> <That's>... Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if, you want, uh, if you want a demonstration of good excuses of why things are going slowly, that's, I think, you know, he wins. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes, um, yeah, yes. I think if, hopefully everybody is cutting in some slack on that one. Yeah, you, you yeah. hope he hasn't got too many angry commenters going. This is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I have a fairly strong feeling that he he doesn't suffer such things. <laughs> he's 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 where he's he's well worth looking at. Mm. Absolutely well worth looking at. The, uh, he's. I, I think he's an absolute legend. He's probably the, the sort of most. It, I personally, I think one of the most inspirational sort of photographers and people, really. Um, it, it, you know, sort of within photography and beyond, I suppose. See, it, it's, the whole story is absolutely incredible. There's an amazing article actually um, that. Um, it, it, so, so the Guardian did an interview with him and Don McCullen. Um, he's quite good friends with Don McCullen, and the interview he went to see Don McCullen, and then the interviewer interviewed the two of them. Talk, you know, it's a conversation between the you know the, the somebody from the Guardian and, these, and, the, and the two of them chatting, and it is absolutely just it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Just it's so worth looking up and reading as an article. It's quite long, but my God, it's the most one of the most inspiring pieces of text about photography I think I've read in. I can't remember. It's absolutely amazing. Hmm. Well, do you know what? Find I, a link. Do you know what? I think um, I, th- I think we we're probably at a point there where we we can't beat that. Actually, as a Kickstarter, we've had a conversation that's about various flavors of Kickstarter, from ones to starting off with ones still to come. Ethan's still to come uh, through through the Pixelator and through other others that we we know uh, possibly less less personally about. But but that certainly seems to me to be a. Uh, 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 you know, I, I suspect that's something that the founders of Kickstarter really hoped would happen. Um, so, uh, you know, a project like that. So, I think time to wrap up. Uh, thank you, Hamish, for joining us. Um, always right. good to speak to you. Have we made your evening entertaining at all? Well, I haven't managed to do any scheduling on my blog this evening. So, <laughs> oh, well, we stopped, stopped, stopped you from housekeeping yeah. 35 MMC. Uh, <laughs> yes, entirely. <laughs> <laughs> well, in which case, then I hope our listeners, who are probably the, the majority of whom probably read thirty-five MMC already, but no harm in giving it a good old plug. <laughs> so, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, no doubt they'll forgive you if the scheduling is is slightly skewed because we've been distracting you. <laughs> yeah, well, they won't notice because I'll just have to do it another time. No, oh. <laughs> same. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, uh, uh, in, in which case, then I should just say thank you for coming and joining us uh, and having a chat. So, Always good to talk to you. Uh, looking forward to seeing you, actually. Uh, yes, a couple of weeks. Week after That's something next. worth plugging, actually, even if the blog's not worth plugging. The um, the, the meetup in Worcester on December the 7th. December the 7th. 
Yeah, so I think we're having a photo walk in the afternoon and then the screening of Tanky in the evening, aren't we? That's it. Oh, awesome. Um, there is some slight issue with some uh, train strikes, rail strikes. Uh, so they yeah. might have to be navigated. But, um, yeah. So, yes. yeah, if you're going to come, just check what the rail strike situation is. Okay, we'll we'll do, we'll do, and uh, and thank you. Yes, good one, good one to promote. And uh, Ethan, um, we've kept you longer than we said we would. Sorry about that, but oh, thank great. you for having me on. <laughs> Words, welcome. Have you enjoyed it? Uh, always. Excellent. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, so, oh. I'm just going to say quickly, um, Ethan, because you said you don't know yet when when this Kickstarter, which um, spo- spoiler back channel uh, conversation here that the, the listeners didn't get here, uh, that Hamish uh, said your idea was bonkers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we don't know, know when your bonkers idea is going to launch on Kickstarter. Where is the best place for people to fo- find you and follow sure. you to get that information? Yeah, so cameradactyl.com, I'll put up a home screen link when it goes up. It'll probably be in the first or second week of December. And then also at cameradactyl on Instagram is a good way to follow me. Um, I will put up, you know, notes on Instagram whenever any new thing arrives. Cool beans. Cool beans. We'll have to go there. Just Even if it's just to prove Hamish wrong and prove it's not bonkers, it's the best idea ever. <laughs> it, it's a medium idea. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to find. I think the first, my first response was, "Can you run that past me again?" Yeah, the, the newest analog Kickstarter, you only get a digital file. <laughs> Where did I? I was trying to find my. No, I can't find it now. I was trying to find my response. Do you know what? It was I... basically, "Are you are you mad?" Because that doesn't sound like it's going to work at all. He did clarify. I should add, he did clarify by the end of the conversation. I agreed that it sounded quite an interesting thing to do. Yeah, yeah, but also you don't think it'll work. But also, I don't <laughs> think it'll work. But we'll see. It would be great if it did. Then I could yeah. just spend my time making new stuff. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, good, good, good luck with it. Regardless, I, if if it, <laughs> if it wasn't for my cynicism about everybody in the entire world being mostly an asshole, I think it would work. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I think most people are. Right. I think that's the fatal flaw in your plan. <laughs> assuming, are nice. assuming the best of too many people. Hamish, you've made a website that's like, you know, sort of the the place where people get together around analog photography to be nice. <laughs> there are only actually four people that read it there so. <laughs> <laughs> all right listen we, we were ending on a high point here let's not spoil it okay everybody everybody shut up now and i'll try and close out the show all right <laughs> So we have been at the Sunny 16 podcast and and like our amazing guest for this week, Ethan and Hamish, we are also available on the internet. Uh, you know where, but I'll say it anyway. Sunny16podcast.com.gmail.facebook.twitter, some others as well. Uh, we will play you out with uh, Rachel's band Rocker, whose album Promises I Should Have Kept. You can get on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, no, Bandcamp, uh, all all sorts of places. Just go Google it. It's great. And uh, as always, it has been an honour and a pleasure to speak with you all. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Bye.